1: I'm Gerard Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Thursday, February 22. Phil Davis gave a glimpse into what Melbourne might be doing behind closed doors.
0: They would have a meeting internally. I would presume the CEO, I would presume maybe the president would come in and you just put it all on the table and say, hey, this is the situation from like a an administrative point of view. They would leave. This is what I would do. I would then have... The, the coach the GM, the captain spin say well what are we going to commit to what are we going to do we need to we either fracture or we galvanize here because every single i think football public is looking at the melbourne demons and what their first six rounds look like and if there is fracturing at all this talented list is going to be in a lot of trouble that's going to be very difficult because what will happen is at round 4 if they're 2 and 2 or 1 and 3 What's the headline going to be? Culture no good, playing no good, blah, blah, blah. So I think they have to have a moment of galvanizing now to go, what are we going to commit to? We've just got to lock in. They'll have a buy round three or four because they're playing opening round. Can we get to there and reassess? But we need to galvanize, guys. This is what it's about. Let's remove distractions. Let's be on our best behavior and let's lock in. I would think that would be the internal conversation because at the moment, I can only imagine the hallway conversations happening at Amy Park.
1: And Davis took us behind the scenes of the Giants' 2019 campaign.
0: But it was 2019. Um, we brought it in. We had lots of injuries in 2019. The, the most obvious one was Wardy did his Cal Ward did his knee in Geelong when we beat Geelong in Geelong, and then we lost our way in the middle of the year. We had a lot of issues, and Wardy narrated a, a video every week, and he's got this great narrating voice, Cal. Yeah, and um, it's the the. Japanese tradition of where if you break something, then put it back together, it's actually stronger. And so for the last eight weeks of the year, he would narrate a story of us playing and the story of this weekend's game. One, he was in rehab and it was awesome. And then underneath that as well was Conor McGregor. Um, We're not here to take part. We're here to take over. So we had like a dual thing and that was 2019. And then the absolute pinnacle was uh before the grand final, Wardy did his video. It's like on a sukiya. So I, I have to, I don't want to butcher it too badly. We had that and then Conor McGregor did a video for us. Really? A Ten minute video. It was awesome.
1: What what give us a bit of an insight? Oh, it was just
0: he was just talking about like our story and obviously <laughs> whoever organized it must have paid a bit of money to get Conor McGregor to do it. Yeah. But he, he'd heard about us. He, so he did a bit of like a pump up speech for a few minutes and then like talked about a few of the players and our own stories. So he talked about Cow, he spoke about me and you know, all these different stories and then wished us all the best for tomorrow. Didn't help though, did it? But <laughs> no, but it, but it it's was part awesome. of
1: what you lived through. Yeah. It was awesome. Nothing's wasted. And the fact that nah, the that, that, so that was,
0: that was, so that was 2019 that, um, I remember most vividly, um. Cal's voice is just mesmerising. So might have to get him to get a job once he finishes, maybe on television ads. I know, that's
1: a great little insight. There's there's something there for him in the aftermath. Sam Edmonds, as the news of Angus Brayshaw's retirement broke.
2: Jared Angus Brayshaw, and this is an unfortunate one under the Melbourne Football Club. He's just told his Demons teammates that he is retiring from the game. And uh, he delivered the news to the playing group and the staff at Amy Park this morning. Of course, prematurely ending a career stalked by concussion at the age of 28. We know the concussion history over his decade at the top level, including, of course, the controversial rule-changing incident in last year's qualifying final in which he was on the receiving end of a collision with Braden Maynard at the MCG that ended his season and, of course, prompted the AFL to tighten its guidelines around attempted smothers. Historically, he missed half of the 26th season, most of the 2017 season due to concussion symptoms and as we know, has worn a helmet since. He'd undergone brain scans over the off-season. Gerard consulted neurologists multiple times over summer as well in a bid to continue his career. Um, this all came, of course, after his brother Hamish suggested last September that Angus did have a decision to make on his playing future. So sadly, he retires 167 games, a premiership in the, uh, the kit bag as well from 2021, but at 28 gone far too soon. And it's another one, Jared, unfortunately, that we've lost due to concussion symptoms. Ian Smith on the concept of an annual Chapel Hadley Trophy series.
1: Interesting too, because uh, and both the Hadley and Chapel uh, families were uh, consulted as part of the process. Uh, both of them agreed, which is something in itself, I guess, uh, <laughs> that it should uh, it should uh, be perhaps formatted this way going forward. It will, of course, include the two Test matches um, during an unprecedented interest over here. You'll be here for the Basin Reserve, which will be absolutely fantastic. Uh, I guess uh, we'll have to hand over the captaincy to you and you'll be running the cutter there. But, uh, look, um, that beautiful vantage point from the Basin Reserve, if it's not blowing the death of a Southerly, we'll be fine. Uh, Mate, honestly, uh, we're so looking forward to it. Sold out the first four days of the Basin. uh, Pretty much selling out too in Christchurch. And Shannon Gill picked the historic moment of demise for the pre-season competition.
3: So I don't think it ever recovered. I think there's a triple blow here. Okay. Well, actually maybe even a quadruple blow. Yep. So 2004 St Kilda win The the word from Grant Thomas to Lenny Hayes is, uh, we haven't won anything for a long time or worse the effect we haven't won anything for a long time, don't look too happy because someone will, use, we're, we're playing Geelong again soon and I don't want them to use it against us. Yep. So there's this iconic photo of them looking like they're at a funeral. Standing on the dice with a with a one of the biggest looking, cups ever. Stupid looking cup, <laughs> wizard cup, one of the stupidest looking things you you could ever ever imagine. Um which that 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 image kind of taints the rest of the history of it. The next year Carlton uh, want to win it, they win it. And up until that point, it had been a really good test case. If you did well in the Foster's Cup, you're probably going to do pretty well in the in the, the real season. Wooden spoon. And just to top it off, Michael Tuck is giving the Michael Tuck Medal, and he'd sort of lost interest. He call he called it the Norm Smith Medal. <laughs> he'd that's give, right. That's he'd, right. He'd, he'd forgotten that it was named after him, and he called it the Norm Smith Medal yep. and he gives it to Brendan Favala. So that, all those things combine, and then the top 2000—that's 2000, 2005—the Swans win the the real premiership. Um, and Paul Roos is sort of known as the guy who didn't care about preseason yes. footy so yeah. all those things probably conspired that it was it was winding down and not even super goals if you remember super, oh, goals, super goals were going to bring it back from being
1: a, a lost cause and that's just a snapshot the full program and all interviews are available through the Waitley podcast subscribe at sen.com.au